0: What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Clickbait. As always, Bachelor Nation breakdown. Like you saw, we had the People's Choice Awards this week. There was a few people from Bachelor Nation. I was one of them. Serena was one of them. Uh, Nick Fiall was. One of them. I don't know why I did that. I, I could have set that up so much better. But whatever. You get the point. There was a bunch of us at People's Choice Awards. Yeah, um, you're
1: going to have to spill some tea for us, too. This mm-hmm. is indeed uh, Joe
2: talking. He just kind of lost his voice last week. Yeah, race.
0: I lost yeah. my voice because, um, yeah. You were yelling and I was yelling, sure. At
1: Khloe Kardashian. Sure, um, now
0: <laughs> Three Bachelor Nation engagements. And then um, the most dramatic mental all of all time, we have our- um yeah, it was pretty dramatic. We have our clickbait <laughs> of the week. Does your partner know your your love language? And then we are interviewing Pardeep from Michelle's season. Uh, he didn't get much airtime, but we're excited to talk to him. So let's just yeah. kick this thing off. Um, how's everybody doing? You. i
1: <laughs> better than your voice. Better than your voice. Good. I know
0: I lost my voice a little bit. Um, Who were you have- yelling at? Tell
1: us.
0: I don't have COVID. I just I just lost my voice.
2: Okay, so, wait. Right. Y- y'all are both in L.A., right? Y'all are both not at home. I feel like I need to be somewhere else.
0: Yeah, I'm in L.A. It's, mm-hmm. I I lived here for almost two years, and every day it was sunny and, and nice. And since I've been here, it's been cl- cloudy and cold. So Aww. damn,
1: Joe. I'm in Lake yeah. Arrowhead, and it's very um, oh, yeah. sunny, but it is like you know, like 50 degrees. It's really nice, though. It's gorgeous. Yeah. It's, it's um, yeah, but Joe, come on, give us something about these people choice awards. I mean, had get, you gotta spill some access. tea or something.
0: Okay. What was sure. gonna be
1: what was gonna be your acceptance speech when you beat Khloe Kardashian?
0: Well In an
1: alternative I, universe?
2: I was
0: never gonna win, clearly. Even <laughs> Wait, though, was
1: Khloe
2: there?
0: Yeah, they were there. So they but, went
2: up on stage and accepted it?
0: Um no, they didn't even show that award. So like the elite of Hollywood were they were on like the main floor. Mm-hmm. Um and then like, you know, we were sitting up one level. It's so
2: like uh, then you were a nominee, you didn't even get to be on the main floor.
0: They didn't even do my award. They didn't even show it.
2: You are elite uh, I'm confused. Uh, reality. Yeah, I
0: don't, yeah. Are you I don't an
1: online think, only award?
0: I don't even think <laughs> that I stood a chance ever for it. But you know rigged. Yeah, uh, no, guys, I mean, can we
1: run back the tape when Joe was like, "I'm winning this thing"? <laughs> you know, people are not sitting on their phone trying to vote for the Kardashians.
2: Though I feel like people actually voted for Joe.
1: They said, "They said you are going to have I a slice so. of humble pie, Joe." We demand <laughs> a
3: recount.
0: Well, the, the results. We got there. They didn't even have our seats.
1: Did Serena say you're a winner in my book?
0: Um, no, she didn't.
1: <laughs> Serena no, she wins
2: did. best dress. She looks freaking Serena, stunning. stunning. yeah Yeah, let me
0: talk about that look enough about you the pony
2: everything the jewelry
1: oh my gosh
0: she looked very beautiful it was uh but we had a fun night like the night was fun we went to um, we went to nice guy after and had a few drinks
2: so who all was there
0: okay so So obviously all your big celebrities um who's uh, your favorite to see christina aguilera performed oh um who was my favorite to see or
1: most surprised to see
0: I mean, all I really saw was The Rock because he was like sitting in front of us, and he's just he, a big guy, you know. He's a massive man, and he won like every award, so oh. it was like it was really should have been called The Rock Show. <laughs> um, Wait, did this
2: air the last night? Is that a the dumb people choose him? Did people choose him?
0: Yeah, you know, people love him. He's great, but yeah. um I have met him.
1: He's Kim great.
0: Kardashian won a Fashion Icon of the Century, I think.
1: I was a little oh. confused by that. Interesting. Yeah. I yeah, was
0: confused she, by that. And then um as far as like we were sitting by uh Walls and Sarah Highland. Oh. Um,
2: oh, yeah, they looked cute. Too. I love them so much. Katie, and, like taking pictures of her on his phone. That's really yeah. cute. On the red Katie carpet.
0: and Katie yeah. and John, um, Tayshia, and I've and that was it from Bachelor Nation and Nick Vielle was doing um like E news red carpet. So did then, you
1: re- did you meet Katie and John in person?
0: I did, yeah. They're nice, you How know. How was
1: that? They're...
0: They seemed happy. <laughs> they're nice. Yeah, they seem they seem happy. I mean, they're in a relationship. Um... Were they?
1: Was there a lot of PDA? Mm-hmm.
0: No, not really. But it was. Um, it wasn't really. It didn't seem like the place for PDA, to be honest.
1: Really? I saw you and yeah. Serena. I saw oh! you
0: mm-hmm. Well, I I think before I think in like 2018, mm-hmm. the People's Choice Awards. It was set up different, but because of COVID, they had to like separate people and stuff. So it wasn't, um, you know, I I was under the impression that it was going to be like, we would all be sitting at tables, but that's not how, it was more like stadium seating. I
1: see.
2: I see. I see. Yeah. Yes. Did you get to talk to anyone cool?
0: um, Saw Chrishell. She was on our podcast before and she, you know, Chrishell's And she's she's blowing up, and she's really nice. Like she's just a genuinely nice person. I like so her she's dark cool. hair too. She's cute. Um, I love when that,
1: genuine people.
2: She seems like humble. Like yeah. she knows where she came from. She's yeah, like she is, is very
0: yeah. She's cool. Um, but yeah, whatever. I mean, it is what it is. I didn't win uh, it's for okay. all the people that voted for me. <laughs> I, I think we got. I think oh, we he right voted here. for you.
1: Or she wait. Is it your dog, a girl or boy? A girl. Oh yeah. She's she like, vo- damn it, Joe. You she have voted won. for you, Joe. Should
0: have won. Okay. Uh, well,
1: clickbait says you're a winner, and Thanks. um, too bad Paradise didn't win. But that's
0: I had okay. a, a,
2: a oh yeah. Five did any of the
0: speech plan? Did any no, of the Paradise Bachelor have, no.
1: ones? None of them.
0: I mean, I'm going to be honest. Uh, this is. I mean, it was. It's. It's a show put on by. Um, uh, I think, and you know, not our our, our network. Um, our network. So I don't think we're gonna win the uh, the Kardashians won and they then they also said that they're moving over to Hulu. So oh, uh,
1: yeah. So this may so be they, the last time that they win.
0: they probably yeah. <laughs> but they're moving oh, yeah, over to Hulu. Shows
1: off too. So well, okay. Um, okay. All right.
0: All right. Moving so number on. two, number two. Yeah, three Bachelor Nation engagements. Um, Tis the season. Um, we have Amanda Staton.
1: Who I met in L.A. once. She's great.
0: human. So sweet. She's so great. Her daughters
1: are so cute. Oh, like
2: her little minis.
1: They're precious.
0: I think they've been dating for like a year, right? Is that what it was? A year and now they're engaged?
2: Yeah, Yeah. I think she said she got with him. um, She wasn't expecting to be in another relationship, but she had just gotten out of a previous one and didn't expect it at all. But then it just just worked.
3: Wasn't
0: the previous one, wasn't there like... um... Some drama involved. In I that think that one. was
2: the one before, maybe. The really tall guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there was some drama. Yeah, that was interesting. Bless. But, like, she's yeah, much but happier now. Yeah, look how far we've come.
0: Yeah, and I you know what? And, and she, yeah, she's got uh two cute little kids. Um so yeah, hopefully they have a, a big happy family now.
2: She's um, come a long way from Josh Murray. Yeah, she,
0: she's <laughs> she, who she, she was on next season, right? No, Ben's, ben.
1: Ben's, yeah, yeah. So, what's interesting, um, you know, these men just be finding ways to level up. I what I thought was so cute was that he gave little diamond rings oh. to the girls, too, and they like, went to oh, school that's, like, that's, Hey, that's like I promised, you know, like I'm marrying you, but also with the intention that, like, duh, like these are my babies, too. <gasps> so cute,
0: that's that's cute.
1: That was so sweet. I've never. I mean, I, I'm sure people have done that before. Maybe I don't know where he got that idea, but shout out to uh, Amanda's boo because that is that that just warmed my heart.
0: Yeah, that's it's that's. So I didn't cute. know. I didn't know he did that, but that's. Yeah. Uh, and they're
1: that's all big,
2: like posing like this, mm-hmm. like with their little rings.
0: Mm. Amanda said
2: one. that he didn't tell the girls
1: that he was going to do it, or they would have told her. Oh, absolutely. I would have told yeah. my mom too. Like, girl, you better make sure you get your nails done today.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't even think he told the family, like, her family until the day of because he knew that, that they would tell. Oh,
1: my gosh. That's yeah. beautiful. Wow. So excited for them. So happy for her. So
0: happy. Who else? So we have Sydney from Colton Season. Um, she's a cutie. She's, I
2: haven't met her. She's but
0: engaged. She's um, yeah, I've never met her. I've
2: never she never seems super anything. sweet. She did Bachelor mm-hmm. Live, though, right? She was like a dancer, I think, because yeah, Becca's I think so. friends with her. Yeah.
1: yeah, I've heard great things from about her through Becca, but um yeah, and didn't she I think I heard that she moved to wherever the guy lives when they met and then now they're engaged. So boom
0: that's, boom boom. That's nice. And then um so good for her. And then we have um Jasmine Jasmine when? from Peter
1: season. Mabo. My boo. This is oh wait, your so you're you're yes. friends with
0: her? Yes. She's I a cutie so too. I love so, all these
1: girls. Up. Jasmine.
2: Has, I gotta look
0: her up. I don't even know who she is.
2: Jasmine. Her outfit. Beautiful. That proposal outfit. Goodbye.
1: Yeah. So right. Cute. And she had the most beautiful hair. The most beautiful, long, gorgeous hair on our season. We always used to be like, Oh, Jasmine, we're gonna oh, cut it in your sleep one yeah. day. No. <laughs> She's a cutie. No, she's such a sweetheart. I remember. When did she
0: go? I, I don't remember her. When did she go home? So
1: she went home pretty early. Um, I don't even. She didn't travel to Cleveland, so I want to say um, maybe the second or third row ceremony. Oh, she's done she home. But such a real. It's it's one of those situations where it's like you know some like she was not drama. She was super sweet. Um, just loved on everyone, and we all really loved her. And after the show, she became friends with a lot of people. She lives in Texas. I know her and Alea is is really close. Um, and she's just really sweet. And I remember we were talking about Paradise, like when Paradise would have first happened before the pandemic. Mm. And she was like, "Well, I kind of started seeing someone, and I was like him? Yeah.'" I was just oh I just don't really everything really him, and and know, he's we'll an anesthesiology resident Mm -hmm, mm mm-hmm he's very smart and she you know she really attracted to that um type as well and she's also very smart and just uh i just remember walking i was like going on some crazy walk i was walking really far and we had this really hour-long talk and she was telling me all about him and how amazing he is so i am so happy for her love is in the air guys that's yeah that's lovely
0: it's nice to see it around christmas time um i love christmas so no, and Never. I
1: love
0: love. Never, I just.
2: I feel like there are a lot of engagements that <laughs> happen right around now, though. You
0: guys, Christmas is coming.
2: I it's can't so wait. close Are you it's done so shopping? Close.
0: I haven't even started. It's Joe. Yeah, because I'm tra- I'm traveling. I, I listen. I, I will get everything done. What you gonna get?
1: What you gonna get, our boo? Yeah. I'm not gonna tell you.
0: She listens to the podcast.
1: Okay. Well, look. Text me later. I got some ideas.
0: <laughs> I think I know what I'm gonna get her.
1: Wait, what were you going to say to you? Oh, I was going to ask if you were done shopping. Cuz oh, I'm I'm, not. I'm like uh, I have like 30% more to do.
0: Mm-hmm. I have yeah, 100% a more to do.
1: Yeah, I, it's a lot. I have I have a big family though, so I've gotten like yeah. more than half of them out of the way already. Yeah. So, perfect. Yes. yes. Um, okay, y'all, now what we've all been waiting for.
0: Okay. Mm. Uh the mental all the most Oh. I said this wrong in the in the the heading of the podcast so i apologize but it's the mental all and then the most dramatic colton season looks to be the most dramatic season colton
1: uh, clayton. what clayton <laughs> <Fuck.
0: laughs> C- clayton season looks to be the most dramatic Col- um,
1: colton's uh i will say colton's um his teaser for his netflix i mean that's getting a lot of that's getting God. a lot of uh drama okay
0: so let's Let's talk about this for a second. Let's talk about Clayton's season, so
1: thank you, Clayton. Um,
0: I do have something to say about this because mm. I did watch the teaser. Mm. It looks like he's telling two girls that he f- fucked both of them, right?
2: yeah, but it uh, is that his final two, or is that halfway through?
0: I don't know, but it's like he's like it's like isn't that what happens at the end with the lead? Like the lead has the choice to go to the fantasy suites with three people, but how and it's do you just know? like
2: That's what's making me think it's mid-season and he's having to tell him because he was like red-faced and nervous. Why would it show his final two?
0: That's what I was thinking too. So these people are hooking up mid-season now.
2: Yeah. Taylor was watching it and was like, no, they spoiled the final two. I'm like, there's no freaking way that they do that. There's no way.
0: Well, but
1: also the way, I mean, listen guys, the way that they cut it, like you don't know. They show someone, but you don't know if that's the person that he's talking. You don't know. You don't know. I'm pretty sure it was all one clip.
0: Yeah, but mm-hmm. also – but you you notice this? There's two girls there
1: uh-huh.
2: with
0: two roses.
2: Oh, I didn't notice that part.
0: It looked like there was two girls and two roses. He told there
1: someone was, he was
2: falling in love too, and I thought yeah, that was Yeah, and forbidden. there was
1: some – there's some person that we're not seeing. hmm Yeah. Damn. And I will say in the – you know, when we look at these teasers, there is a girl that has um, really big, beautiful hair, mm-hmm. like uh, curly, big hair, but we don't like it's like we see her a lot, but then we don't see her at the end. And I'm kind of like, hmm, I, I don't know why, but I feel like she makes it far from the from the teaser. I don't know. Interesting. It actually did look really good. Yeah. yeah, it looks really good. But so but here here was my like all, not red flag, but my mm, my mm, moment when we came back and was it Rodney that was like. Who got my guy crying like that? Mm-hmm. You know, or was it Rodney that said that, or, or one of the guys said so. that? And it was almost, and I was like, wait a second, because like they all clearly adore and love Clayton. Yeah. So I was like, hold on, did y'all just hear what he said? He is crying because of what he did, and they were
2: like, oh, who did this to my guy? I was like, oh, oh I know God. that was a little confusing to me, right?
0: Mm. Well, it's so- just that's their that's their friend.
1: So is he crying because he it's has like a hard decision it, it, to it make? He was saying, saying like, who hurt? Who hurt you? Because someone hurt him. That's what mm. I'm saying. Did some, that's right. what that was my thing. Is like, is he crying because of what he did and like that like self remorse thing, or is he crying because someone's breaking his heart? Or he right. they left because he was intimate with two people. And maybe we have another Madison situation. You know, Madison was like that on Peter's season. She said, "Oh, if you sleep with people, I'm out."
0: Yeah, maybe uh,
1: she's but, she stood her ground too, but she sure did. Mm. Oh. Anyways. Anyways,
2: I'm ready. I'm interested um, in watching. This damn show sucks me in every time. I texted producer and tried to ask what the deal was, <laughs> and she was like, "I can't tell you." I'm like, "Well, okay. That's um, I'll watch."
0: What's what else do we, Oh, we have. So the mental all. I don't know. My my opinion when I watched it all, it just seemed kind of like
2: it's a little rowdy.
0: A little like yeah, just a little like me, 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 me. You're a jerk. You're a jerk. I. I, I like Rodney. I thought he was the classiest. I, mm-hmm. I liked the way that he presented um, the situation with Jamie. He gave him a chance to just be like, "Hey, listen, like, um, I, it's pretty clear what you did. Like, why don't you just let's just talk about it and we'll move on." And Jamie mm-hmm. just kept talking in circles. He couldn't do I that. just like the way Rodney. The I like the way Rodney handled. Um, everything it just was classy to me so that's my opinion
1: I've been a PJ stand from the beginning because I, I mean he didn't make it very far but I also like what he said and how he addressed Michelle um but I all and like just about like little brown girls looking up to her but also how he told Jamie mm-hmm. like you hurt me like because I came to you and it was like it's let it's yeah you lied but also you have to understand like there's lying. And then there's also the hurt and deceit that goes with the lie that you just did not care about. And I think that that was the thing that the guys were trying to put across to him. It was like, yeah, you lie, but also you hurt us as like bros and as like, Mm -hmm. I I don't know, whatever bro code that is. It's like, just be honest. Right. Um, It's kind of the same thing
2: with Martin, too.
1: Oof.
2: Just like own up to it. Like you're so you're so bold in what you're saying. Be bold in your apology. Or Damn. just, just I, I don't know. It, I can't even,
1: I'm, I'm too hurt. I can't even talk about him. I can't. I really can't. But he
2: has, it, he met the love of his life or his
1: soulmate or whatever he said. So. Who he was already, who he had already met.
0: No, he's like had a girlfriend now.
1: Yeah. It, who apparently he had before he went on the show. You guys know I'm triggered. I can't. Oh no, I can't. It's a lot. I can't. I, I feel not. like I can't
2: get over <laughs> that. But it's like, my God, the apologies just don't get any better or any different.
1: I will say that when Jamie did finally apologize, when when Michelle came at him, I mean, kudos, Michelle, because she was like, hold on <laughs> I have some things to say. Yeah. And I think that she made such a great point. And we talk about this. Um, and I think we talk about this on the show a lot, too. It's like, how can I be someone who is rooting for you in your face? But then in the background being like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's like you kind of have to it's not real. And I think mm-hmm. that that big, that was so mature of her to say. And the another thing was, I don't remember who said it. Was it Rick or was it Chris? I can't remember who said it, but they said, Michelle listens to understand versus, oh yes. uh, to respond. I said, that's deep. Michelle, I she, forgot she said that too, but it was I good. I can't remember who said it. Um, it was either Rodney or Rick because they both had the they both sat and talked to Tasha mm-hmm. and, um, and Caitlin. But they're they're really great. That was a really great statement. And I think that what we have seen with this bachelorette, um, just holding people accountable, being honest and, you know, looking for her person, regardless of what happens at the end of this season. I we have seen someone conduct themselves in such a beautiful um, and, and and just a representation that we can all just kind of look up to, right? Yeah.
2: And the guys were all catty and dramatic until she came out and then they decided to grow up. They said,
1: oh, hold on.
0: I do think Rick, we will guarantee see Rick in <sighs> paradise. I love Rick. I've- Thank yeah, God for a man you?
2: that was consistent the whole time <laughs> that didn't switch it up.
1: You know, we didn't see a lot of, they showed a lot of Nate and Joe in the bloopers. We didn't see a lot of Brandon in the, bro- in
2: the
0: bloopers. You guys noticed yeah, that? You, I thought it was... Yeah. So, well, I, you know, to be honest, I don't think I paid attention to the I bloopers.
2: I feel like the bloopers oh. weren't as long as normal. Like, there weren't mm-hmm. as many. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. they were good. Um, it was it was, it was, was interesting. There was a lot of layers to this uh men tell all, but I I mean, my overall is, yeah, can't wait to see uh, Rick and Rodney in Paradise. <laughs> all
0: right. Well, let's move on to the quick bait.
1: Okay, sure. y'all. Let's move on to this clickbait about love languages. Which, listen, y'all, I don't even. I don't even need to look at it. Normally, I'd be like, "Wait, hold on." <laughs> I like this <that> one. <sighs> you liked it.
2: Well, I like love languages. Yeah, me too. I was really shocked to see that in this article they kind of dogged it. I
1: mean, yeah. And we're so saying ba- that
2: it's not helpful.
1: Yeah, exactly. For our listeners, the title of this clickbait is: "Does knowing your partner's love language help your relationship?" Now, there are some psychologists on this, psychiatrist, psychiatrists on this, yeah, psychologists, psychiatrists on this, um, that wrote this and contributed to this, uh, article. And they're basically saying, no, knowing your partner's love language does not help your relationship. Basically, I
2: think if it's like already in trouble, it's, that may not help, but. Yeah, I think is what they were trying to say. But they kind of were just like, no, doesn't make a difference. Yeah,
1: basically what they were trying to say is the way that you communicate your feelings is what's going to help your relationship. And not knowing if you care if he takes out trash or if he cuddles you at night is, the, is your thing. Right. Um, but I think that there's two things when I was reading this to, to kind of, when you're already in that said relationship and you've already have an established relationship like you, Tia, with your boyfriend, like Joe and you and Serena, you know, you're already said, hey, I choose you. Hey, I choose you. And we're in this relationship. Let's work things out. What this article is saying, I think makes a lot of sense in the sense of how you, um, how you communicate your relationship. So one of the things that they said in the article was, oh, you know, you didn't make me feel special today. You know, you could say that to your partner and that thing that might not go well. Or you could say something like, well, I'm feeling pretty lonely and it would make me feel less lonely if you told me I was pretty. I don't know, something like that. Right. And the way that you communicate what's the problem in that relationship is what is going to get you through it. I think that the five love languages and the I am a pro five love language. T is a pro five love language. Okay. Joe, what are you? Pro or con?
0: Um, I'm, I, 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 I don't think it matters. I don't know. Yeah, okay. Would Do you say, know okay. what you say, are or what um, yours is?
1: Acts of service for our listeners. It's acts of service. Is this like service.
0: terms of endearment?
1: No, acts of service, uh, Receiving gifts, quality time, words of affirmation, which would be terms of endearment, yeah. um, and physical uh, touch. physical touch. Yes, those are the five love languages.
0: Um, I I I'm all, I like all of them.
1: Well, yeah,
2: yeah, I could,
0: same. Yeah. Whenever I, I do the quiz, this, yeah. it's
2: always like kind of even. But also, I like to receive differently than what I like to give. get. But that's why I think it's important in the beginning of a relationship, Bingo. at the very minimum, to know what your partner likes to receive, I guess, because for example, um, Taylor was trying to show me, you know, in the way that he likes to receive love, he was trying to be like, spend more time with me or be more touchy with me. And I wasn't receiving that like he wanted. So it was a point of frustration until we realized like, Hey, I'm an acts of service gal. If you take the trash out for me, if you do the dishes, like that shows more to me than, telling me I look good um and so it kind of helped us understand that and kind of led into more productive communication right so I, I really thought it was interesting that they said it didn't really matter but I do think it helps to know what your partner is because they're gonna feel love in a different way than
1: you might feel sometimes like. and also we're conditioned and I think other relationships as well like my ex loved to hear they're amazing you might not need that but maybe his right. ex did you know so I think that you hit the head on.
0: Yeah, but Olga, let me stop. Can I stop okay. you here?
1: Yeah.
0: Don't like we all want a little bit of everything. Absolutely. In that list, yeah. like it's Absolutely. isn't like it's like if I never said anything nice to Serena, it would be like she's never said anything nice to me
2: right totally and like that's kind of what the article was saying it was I like if I'm you cold spend cold, more please. time with someone you're gonna have a better relationship than if you don't spend time with them at all so that's
1: right but but having quality to me spending time with someone in quality time is very different mm-hmm. in my personal opinion but i think the the what the the point that i I'm trying to make with this article is in the beginning, before you get to that, we are in an established relationship. I think it's very important to know how someone receives love and how someone gives love with your partner. And what that means if you are trying to pursue a relationship with someone. And that's where this article, I think, was a little more literal in the sense of Mm -hmm. you can't just, you know, yeah, I love receiving gifts. That's how I get love. You can't just give someone gifts all day in your whole entire relationship and think that they're going to be there for you because you got gifts and they were never showing up for anything else or doing anything else. No, we like, we know that. Right. So
0: Gifts, uh, gifts,
1: gifts. Yeah, it's like it's like no, like at at some point you're gonna be like, Christmas well, what?
0: What'd you say? Santa Claus just gives gifts. No Santa Claus just gives gifts,
1: and yeah, Santa is Claus only ain't real. real. We ain't dating Santa. <laughs> yeah, exactly. and Santa ain't real? <laughs> ooh. um, I, so... hide
2: your kids from hearing this podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, ooh. I mean, I'm kidding, but Mrs. Santa is real. Ooh. <laughs> so, Joe. Yes. Have you ever taken this test actually?
0: No, no, okay. I don't take tests. I, I stopped taking one. tests right after uh, right after high school. Okay, I don't like taking tests. I don't like school.
1: It's can a quiz. Can you do me? Can you do me? Can you do me a favor for all of our listeners? <laughs> I don't like quizzes either. We're gonna put Joe on the stupid. spot. We're gonna I put hate we're gonna put Joe and Serena on the spot here. All right, go Can for you it. and Let's Serena take the test today or sometime before our next podcast so you can tell us the scores that you get for your love languages? Because I know mine, and I'm sure Tia know hers too. Mm-hmm. And we gonna share because I do think that it's important in the beginning of a relationship, but also I think that sometimes it surprises you. I know I can almost guess that I think you're gonna score very high on um, words of affirmation, Joe.
0: I think you will. Love words of affirmation. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me
0: how wonderful I am at <laughs> all times.
1: Yeah, exactly. And if you don't, I will tell you. You're you're like, if you don't, I will tell you how awful how awesome I am. <laughs> yeah,
0: I give my own words of affirmation. Yeah. Well, exactly. we'll see. Love language—it's a thing. Relationships. You know. Yes,
1: I want to. I want to know also to our listeners. Let us know what you think. It's like I do think I we, look, clickbait. We are pro words of affirmation. We think that it is great. I'm so glad that I read that book. I'm so glad that I took that test. I learned so much about myself and partners. And also, when I'm not feeling love from someone, I'm like he not pressed enough because he's not doing acts of service enough, or he's not doing certain things that I love in the affirmations or whatever so yeah but i'm also single so don't listen to me okay <laughs> <on>. uh-huh. <Pardeep.
0: laughs> all right you know what it's that time for our guest uh this guy is from michelle's season he had a big week at the mental all he spoke his mind everyone please welcome part deep to the podcast and he's here what's up how are you Woo. how's it going guys all right part deep uh what's up tell us a little bit about yourself you're a
3: neuroscientist huh oh yeah that's, that's badass. badass that's awesome yeah how did badass. you get into this not, not as bad badass as a grocer though a lot of good great <laughs> a lot of good brain food uh you know he ain't even a
2: grocer now. no more
3: <laughs>
0: yeah it's, please it's do not, not gas this, this
1: man up please do not joe i did
2: google that the other night and a lot of people have searched it because it like finished the google search for me if yeah, you were no, still a grocer or not
3: yeah it's oh interesting well <laughs> You know, I mean, being being a neuroscientist takes a lot of time. Uh, it took a lot of years to figure it out. Uh, but basically, it's like, uh, you know, first of all, I love the brain. I've always loved the brain. Uh, I just had an affinity for the sciences, for brain disease and biology and pathology and whatever. Uh, so I would say that being a neuroscientist is a lot of fun. I mean, it's it's really like if, if you get deep enough into it there'll be a period of time where you're the only person in the world looking at what you're looking at and discovering something for the first time that no one else has. Oh, wow. um, and there are also happen to times, you? Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. Especially when you're in graduate school, that stuff happens all the time. Wow! And like a real scientist like has almost like this appetite where when you discover something really new and hot, you want to explore it to the fullest and spend the next 10 years trying to figure it out, but you can't, right? Because science is like, got to move fast and money's very limited yeah
2: so what's like your day-to-day like what do you actually
3: where do you live (laughs) so i live in new New york York. uh and so the day-to-day of a scientist is like let's say you know so i study like brain degeneration and then below that it's neuroimmunology which is brain immune responses and below that it's alzheimer's parkinson's and then brain damage uh uh uh, impact injury things of that nature stuff that induces inflammation and mm-hmm. then below that it's like the immune cells in the brain and then below that it's the biology of the immune cells and then below that it's like the genetics therapy things of that nature so the day-to-day Damn. is like yeah the day-to-day is like uh, you are slowly trying to characterize like one very specific thing that you hope that in ten years will become a therapy uh, wow! And science was very slow like that, but yeah, it has to. It
2: has to. How cool would it be if you discovered like this awesome treatment for Alzheimer's?
3: Uh, if I discovered the cure for or Alzheimer's Parkinson's, like,
2: anything like that would be so cool.
3: <laughs> if I discovered that like today, right now, like it won't see a patient for another ten years at least. Oh, wow.
1: wow! That's, yeah, how that's how it crazy. Works. You
3: gotta, that's, you, that's gotta you gotta, you gotta take the time to like figure it out. So and
1: someone might have figured, someone might have, but we just don't know yet.
3: Uh, Well, you know what? It's complicated because these diseases, although they have like one name, Mm -hmm. there are actually multiple diseases within that. So Mm -hmm. like Parkinson's, for example, is known as like a movement disorder. But Mm -hmm. people with Parkinson's sometimes have depression, sometimes Mm -hmm. have issues with eating or appetite issues or seizures or brain inflammation or whatever, whatever. So Mm -hmm. like they ain't no silver bullet. Anytime you get an ad about a (laughs) silver bullet is fake. I see. I see. it's like individual treatments for multiple symptoms of like this overarching thing right mm-hmm. that's that's what this 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 podcast very interesting yeah no i love that. No, this, is great. this well, is great i do well, i have actually I, I have a, natural a question because you know i have a science podcast so like i'm a natural like
1: oh i gotta listen now. oh yeah
3: oh, okay I, yeah actually
1: i, uh, I want to come on your podcast now because i want to talk about epigenetics and like all that stuff i'm really into all that oh, meditation yeah. <laughs> So we could do that. So yeah, I I have
0: a I have a question just for something that's like um you know on a day to day that you could take like a vitamin like vitamin I take vitamin D every day but what would you suggest to just like a um
3: to something to take every day that's helps brain okay. function. You know a lot of diet and exercise. Like diet and exercise is very very important. Like mm-hmm. I would say like there there are some areas like in and around Nepal, like those bordering nations between China and India, mm-hmm. that have some of the longest lifespans in the world, and mm-hmm. and they keep their like cognitive strength in well into old age. But when you look at the way they live, like they have a very specific diet, very natural foods, have a lot of moderate physical activity around their family. So I would say like overall healthy lifestyle, like in your youth, is like really key to staving ah. off a lot of a lot of like brain you know issues i feel like and americans so, are so generally lazy weird. and
2: our food is shit so <laughs> i
3: mean well, what about like that... <laughs> like walk like walk
0: like walking walking, walking. Yeah.
1: yeah yeah all right
0: okay so you tied every yeah, Sunday <laughs> all right let's let's talk about let's let's okay this we could we could this podcast could go for four hours of us asking you. <laughs> yeah,
1: I know uh, this. Is, it's questions. very interesting, None of this is on and screen. I wish I wish we heard more of this on the show. And I'm glad yeah. that we have this podcast. That people can hear how interesting you are, and also you should plug your podcast. What is it
3: called? Well, it's it's a funny name. It's called because <laughs> my name is Pardeep, right? So it's called Deep Thoughts: Science and Social Justice. So oh. basically, <laughs> it's a podcast. Looking it up. The, looks at the intersection of science and social justice issues uh, Mm -hmm. where, you know, why does every medical textbook have, you know, white people in their like uh, anatomy of the human body all the time? Or can we look at disproportionate admissions, uh, admissions rates for people of color in the sciences or Mm -hmm. rates of grants that are awarded uh, for different research labs or, you know, why do we keep saying that people of this skin color are prone to disease? Like it's not the skin color, bruh It's like other things.
1: <laughs> yeah, so yeah.
3: I, I think it's like a important con- important conversations that we have on there. Oh, the
2: women's mental health one. I'm gonna listen to that
3: one. Oh, no, you better check it out. Oh. All you. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun.
0: It's pretty cool. Just good stuff. Okay. So why did you end up? Uh, you end up on the back? Back to
1: service level. <laughs> why the fuck did you go on this? Let's get deep into no, like like, party. Yeah, let's like, like... get deep into your dating life.
0: <laughs> how did you end up on the show? Well, we'll start there.
3: Uh, yeah. Well, you know, I, I'm like, you know, I was, I was single. I'm like, you know, I just recently turned thirty. Like, I'm trying to get out there, see what's up. So obviously, the first <laughs> yes. place I go is a dating app. Duh. Not really. <laughs> but, uh, but no, I. I, I actually um, matched with one of the casting people on a dating app. Uh and no. then I'm not kidding. I'm not we kidding. We heard about this. Who Wait, you actually this?
2: matched with someone. They didn't just find you on in job uh, uh, no. them.
3: Yeah, no, we, we matched on a dating app. Uh and then we went from there. I was like, What the okay, well let's go with this. Uh Damn. So that's where it started.
1: Yeah, this is what happened yeah. to Casey. So wait, wait. Yeah, when Casey... you match,
0: was it like, were you matching to like go on a date and then it didn't work? And she's like, I'm also a casting director. Or, yeah. or it's like, got
3: you. Like, I'm actually a casting director. <laughs> oh, uh, you know, it's it's kind of fuzzy. It's, a little, it's kind of both ways. Oh, wait. You know, was, Casey, okay. like, we had uh, Casey
2: last week and he said the same kind of thing.
3: Yeah, it, it was fuzzy. It was fuzzy. It was like you match and then they're like, oh, hey, how are you? Oh, wow. I think you're cute. da 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 Oh, you don't live where I live. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, you add me an IG. Nice to meet you. But wait, wait, wait. I'm actually casting for the show. You should definitely apply. So I was like, Oh, okay. Who this method—it's
2: gotta be the Who same person. This method doesn't
3: sound fuzzy to me. This sounds totally set up. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will this say this. This method
1: is borderline.
2: I will
3: say this. It's definitely the same person. <laughs> And okay. I will
1: say this. There are a lot of beautiful oh. people that work also behind the scenes on the bachelor and bachelor. <laughs> so I'm too. This that's is very the true.
3: Truth. They yes. got
0: your ass. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk it about in your favor. Let's talk about. Um, I mean, here, like a neuroscientist isn't like, that's a, like a, a pretty heavy duty job. And like, it takes a lot of schooling and a lot of years. And like, you're, you're a very intelligent guy so what does night one do to you mentally like are you do you have anxiety are you freaking because it seems like you have a high pressure job um how was night one for you
3: uh it was something that you only experience once and you can never experience it again even if you do it all over it's really like it was like walking on the moon <laughs> you you step out the limo it's dark it's cold uh (laughs) (laughs) the you know everything's in slow motion you're lightheaded you look up you see the stars I thought you meant like
2: romantic and you're like no literally it's dark and cold (laughs)
3: dark and cold
2: (laughs) your heart's (laughs) beating fast
3: yes you you look up and see the stars you look to the right you see the sun there's Michelle like it's really like you're you're stepping on the moon and what it did to my mental is I just tried to get pumped you know like it was like just getting ready for like speech or something or getting Mm. ready for like you know a hard workout or something i was i was just in my room getting pumped trying to hype (laughs) myself up and just diving in you just have to dive in because you can't half-ass night one like you have to you have one chance you have to go with complete confidence uh anything less like people can figure that out so i had to hype myself up uh and just like you know played a lot of music in my head all my favorite pump up songs and just just go
2: what's your favorite pump up song
3: you know, angry Eminem, I would say. Ooh. Like, like 90s wow. Eminem, definitely. You
1: better lose yeah. yourself.
3: Uh, <laughs> yeah,
0: I don't, I don't know if that's what you want to listen to when you go to meet. <laughs> well, you know, you the sad
3: to... thing is that when I came out the limo, I was just starstruck <laughs> and, you know, of course it's melted. And, you know, I whispered like, oh my God, like to myself and just <laughs> try not to trip. That was my baseline. Oh, trip. Did you guys,
0: thing. did you feel any, like, was there any chemistry between you and Michelle? How
3: was that? Michelle is... She's just a complete, like, she's spectacular. She's yeah. completely, she's like so confident and smart and poised and, and, you know, she's, she's, she's very inquisitive as well. Uh, I'm not sure if, if people caught the, the first conversation we had, but uh, I'm like, oh, you know, I'm a neuroscientist and, oh, you know, uh, I'm trying to figure out our brain chemistry, da, 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 <laughs> and, or, but I'm here to focus about our chemistry, something like that. And she's yeah. like, oh, tell me something about the brain. And I'm like, oh, my dopamine is on fire right now. And it's like, haha, I know it is. <laughs> I know it is. She's like, I I'll see it. you inside. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm love it. Funny. I'm dealing with her.
1: <laughs> did, you, did you watch Matt's season? Did you know it was going to be, well, you knew it was going to be Michelle, but did you know anything about her before going on the show?
3: Uh, I definitely checked in on Matt's season just to mm-hmm. see what she was she was about, and uh, you know, but nothing can prepare you for for meeting her for the first time or or going in on night one. So I think- tell
1: that to Ryan.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, you kidding. know, I'm kidding. yeah, I'm kidding. yeah. Ryan is I'm a kidding. character. I think <laughs> put it mildly. <laughs> He's an interesting guy. Yeah so
0: you you went home, you went home during the second row ceremony. yeah, was that were you were you expecting it? Were you a little shocked? How was that?
3: Uh, I wasn't sure actually. I didn't meet Michelle the first night, uh, and it's because of a lot of the drama that happened that happened night one, unfortunately. Yeah. And so by the time week two came around, I'm basically still on night one as far as I'm concerned. Oh. We haven't had a an interaction aside from the basketball game where she saw me like, you know, Suck at basketball, yeah. <laughs> but no, but, but I think um, there are a lot of factors going on. Like it, it's a high pressure environment for anybody to be in. Um, but then, you know, the, the whole representation thing was a big issue for me. Like once I realized I was the first Indian American to ever get a rose on this show, it's something mm-hmm. that slowly started to creep up on me as days started to go by because, you know, going in, you got to go in with your best foot forward, being your best identities. I brought my identities as a New Yorker, as a scientist, uh, mm-hmm. But then slowly I started to realize that, you know, there's actually a lot more going on here. And if I slip up, if I make a mistake, if I do something that can, can, can poorly characterize anybody that looks like me, it can be very, very bad. Uh,
0: mm-hmm. So I
3: really started to get into my own head uh, yeah. pretty early on about making sure I'm on my best behavior. Mm-hmm. Um, because, because when you're the first to do something, anything you do is like very scrutinized. That's mm-hmm. very
2: true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you and, feel a lot of pressure? Like, did you put pressure on yourself or did you feel it from other people?
3: Uh, I don't think anyone else cared except for me. Okay.
2: Uh,
3: because, well, you know, I I am the one with this now role that I had as as now representing what is datable for an Asian American on a national TV show, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, I think that for a general audience like that, they never seen somebody with my face and my name as a viable dating partner. So I mm. think that I had to represent that really well, even though, you know, I didn't make it past the week two. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But but no, it, it's definitely something that gets into it, it definitely something that got into my head. Um uh because going on to the show like you know, I don't I had zero role models really. Uh you have you have the, you know, Caucasian football player, baseball player from wherever, right. Uh you know, Brawlic as hell going on the show but then you bring in the, yeah, the scientists from brooklyn like it, it it just doesn't fit any mold so on top mm-hmm. of that i'll play basketball like that so i'm already a fish out of water <laughs> yeah. uh, so so all of that i think combined definitely made it a high pressure environment uh, no regrets but sure. uh but i think that that's something you have to be very capable of coping with Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: Do you think that you would have like looking back and in hindsight, like you said, you, it got in your head. Do you think you would have done things differently looking back now?
3: Uh, no, no. I think that you have to go in very authentically and very sincerely and you can't, you can't walk away like feeling like really rejected personally. Like you got to take rejection on the chin and walk away and keep it G like you can't go back and, and put up a fuss that, you know, mm-hmm. Michelle rejected you, like you got to respect her decisions, right? Mm-hmm. right. And not, mm-hmm. there's not a lot of time, right? right. So so no I no, no regrets, uh, but I think, you know, I'm somebody that just grew up in an environment where I was constantly surrounded by rejection, right? Like I grew up in one of the poorest communities in Brooklyn, New York. I grew up with a single mother. I grew mm-hmm. up like in the projects, my grandparents were indentured servants, like mm-hmm. I'm used oh, wow. to rejection. So like, I think that I, you know, always like love and respect Michelle's decisions and you just got to yeah. walk away and keep your chin high. And that's it. I think mm-hmm. that breaking a barrier as far as what is a viable romantic partner is, is enough for now. Um, right. But you know, I'm still out here, you know, I'm still looking. Yeah. Well, what was your, what was your dating life
0: uh, before the show?
3: Uh, No, I didn't have a dating life really. <laughs> yeah, no, I was I mean, busy. Like,
0: I'm, I'm assuming your schedule yeah. is probably insane.
3: Especially like when you're in a health crisis definitely yeah oh
2: definitely.
3: for sure yeah like mm-hmm. I me and my team like opened a pop COVID-19 testing lab like in my old neighborhood in Brooklyn in less than six weeks in the height of the pandemic
1: wow. and
3: you know everybody is still sliding into my DMs trying to see what's up and go out on a day like I can't son. like <laughs> <laughs> kind of busy right now yeah. so you that know so I, I did really have one I didn't really have one and you know it's like because <clears> you have to you know, I'm I'm a giver. Like I love giving acts of service, and I love creating pathways for people to achieve and become better, and you know, and and give them opportunity, whether it's like access to healthcare or education or whatever. Like I'm all about it because these are things I never had, right? right. Uh, so, no, no dating life to answer your question. Okay. That's, that's...
1: <laughs> you 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 said acts of service. We were talking about love languages. You'll probably hear it for, uh, when you listen to the podcast, but um, we were talking about that before. So. It all comes full circle, guys. It does.
0: It all
3: comes there
0: we full go. <laughs> <laughs> but you're, you're, you know, okay. this is why I don't want to jump to the... We always ask, like, will you go on Paradise or what? But th- this is why I do love Paradise, because you're somebody, in my opinion, that... Um, and I hate saying there for the right reasons, but you're somebody that wants to actually date. And you want to be on a dating show, and Paradise gives you just so many more options opposed to... It's hard when... You know, you have Michelle who's got th- who's got to choose from 30 guys and mm-hmm. she's also going through this new experience so that somebody like you may get looked over because she doesn't feel that instant spark right away. Um, but that doesn't mean that you can't go on the next show and meet somebody. And I And mean, would you go on Paradise
3: actually? Would I? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not I'm open to it. I think yeah. so. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I see great yeah. I see a lot of great people go on and come off of Paradise. Such as, such as you, Joe, and and others. So, I think mm-hmm. that's fine. Like I'm I'm down to try it out and you know, I'm I'm somebody that likes to make the most out of like out of very little. Uh so, you know, uh though my grandma was very proud of my 9.5 seconds of screen time, I think I could do <laughs> a lot more with uh with, you know, a, a more natural environment like Paradise. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And also like joe was saying it's very important for people to you know there's people who go on there yeah the wrong reasons whatever but when you genuinely have someone that is a busy person who clearly has their own job life whatever going on uh you have this intimate i guess um you have this intimate time to really hone in on just your relationship. When you are such a busy person and you have so many things going on, that's a lot of times why I think certain people like yourself are single because you just don't have that intimate time to just focus on that one relationship. And you kind of, that's what the whole show promotes is just your relationship and not your job and not all the other distractions that you have. So I definitely think you should go for paradise for sure.
0: Yeah, that makes sense.
1: so party we saw the woman that the, blah, 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 blah. we saw the in tell all yesterday
3: yeah um
1: <clears throat> what were your thoughts going back into the environment and was there anything that we didn't see that you could share with us
3: uh so first of all it was great seeing like it was great seeing the guys i think um but for a lot of them it was time to come to a reckoning with their with their nonsense uh Ooh. and it's like it's a shame that like you know a lot of these a lot of these folks like really i was like honest i feel so foolish sometimes where like i'm i really want to trust people and i really want to like put my best foot forward and work together and create things but then you find out like some of these guys are actual douche douchebags and <laughs> lying about yeah. the careers lying about whatever and i'm just like i was so shook i was so shook because i'm like yeah. son like i left that behind like i have like a normal job now like i don't want to deal with this two-faced stuff anymore but right. it's like I was, I was shook to find out like a lot of these dudes are just not sincere. Uh, that also um,
2: speaks to your authenticity that you're so amazed that people could be so douchey. I
3: was very shook. I was very shook and, and, and I felt very foolish, I think for a lot of these guys. Um, and it's sad that how, uh, some of them can be still so articulate about like their position when they're really, they're just full of shit. Yeah. Are you you talking
1: about someone in particular?
3: Uh, I mean, just, there's just a bunch <laughs> that are like that. But, you know, like, it's like...
1: Jamie Jamie definitely seemed like he was like that. I'll he doesn't?
3: It. He, he does. It. He does.
1: He does.
2: Yeah, he absolutely. He definitely seemed like, like especially he was like
3: he that. Especially, calling calls himself a biotech CEO is like an insult to my field, honestly. Like, <laughs> what, it's he calls himself
1: insane. a what? A biotech, a biotech CEO. CEO like, oh.
3: That was like, like this. it's like the stuff you see at 2 a.m., you know, on cable news, trying to get you to spend your pension fund on, like... <laughs> It's oh just like not God. real stuff oh, so so it's sad and uh, and and disappointing like come on man mm. uh, but it, 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 I felt very foolish and and uh, never again though never again
0: what about are there any guys that you would consider a friend
3: yeah, or good any guys
0: that you didn't <laughs>
3: like I would say that Romeo is my best friend oh, yeah nice. okay I love Romeo very much and so because like we're both He's in New Yorker too yeah. right? Is yeah he a New Yorker on, he is he's from Harlem yeah. but on top of that like we're both academics like we're both in stem like he's a mathematician mm-hmm. I'm a scientist like we kind of like you know mm-hmm. are on the same frequency a lot of time about things right analytical and so like that was very yeah. comforting to have him in the house and mm-hmm. just to like talk shop with him in a very like sort of civilized way you know what I mean yeah
1: <laughs> and Romeo seemed very um he also seemed very uh hurt by you know, just his statements on the mental wall. He seemed very hurt by the actions of a lot of the people as well, and like, just like, how could this happen?
0: <laughs> how I was a lie? little thrown off by that though. So, what, you know, he was like, I looked up to you about with Jamie. Mm-hmm. Um, the what was Jamie doing in the house that guys were looking up to him? Like, what, what was like, what was happening here? Like, I I
3: looked at Jamie. and was like, oh this guy.
1: I liked him on his one-on-one and then it completely... I loved him on his one-on-one. Flipped.
3: Yeah. You know, Jamie is like, uh, you know, he's somebody that will like, you know, pick you up something from the gas station when you need it and that's fine and everything. But like beyond that, I don't really know what he's gonna do. It's like, Mm. he has like a lot of... Jamie is somebody I trust to do the right thing when he's in front of you. Mm. But I don't trust him to do the right thing behind closed doors. And, you know,
1: there's one thing I learned, it's
3: like if there's one thing I learned, it's like the the best way to watch somebody is, you know, not look at them. Right. Because when you're looking at them like they're on their best behavior. And there's one thing I learned growing up in New York is like you're always being watched, even if Mm -hmm. you're you're not. Mm -hmm. Right. And so this Mm -hmm. is somebody who now that the sort of rug is pulled out from under us, we see that his positivity was actually a lot of toxic positivity and Mm -hmm. irrational positivity. And like somebody who, even when you shouldn't be positive and you could, you're allowed to be sad, he chooses not to because I don't know why. Because uh, right. so it
0: makes him it makes him look like a he thinks it's making him look like a big bigger better person in my opinion. Like it's it's to stroke his own ego in my opinion.
3: Right. I and the I thi- most, yeah.
1: And the most human thing to do, whether you're, you know, I'm a very positive person, but I have my days where I'm like, nah, not right now, and just you have to communicate that opposed to smiling through the pain. That's not cool. (laughs) You know what I mean? And people will feel that. And people, yeah, people will feel that.
3: Yeah. And it's just straight up fake. Like it's straight up fake. People people aren't like that. Like people don't talk like that. (laughs) So so like, like, like Jamie was kind of odd from day one. I think the whole biotech CEO thing and then the, all the positivity, I was like, what is up with this guy? Yeah. Um. But again, like I, I, I wanted to call him out. But then again, the whole representation thing got into my head. I'm like, maybe it's best if I just stand here.
0: Uh, mm.
3: But if there's one thing, my, my one of the best things my mom taught me is probably if you want to prove someone to be stupid, just let them talk. And they're going to prove it. Yes. Themselves. Yeah. Because they'll
2: show and, themselves. And, and they show did it.
3: it. And they did it. I didn't have to do anything.
1: Totally. <laughs> totally. Yeah. I, I I, feel that. I totally feel that. Um and so so watching it back and the one thing i will say about people like you and other people on the uh, mental all seeing, you know, people now can see right through Jamie, see right through Ryan, see right through like the people who were the characters, I guess, or the people who weren't being as authentic. Um, But it really gives a boost to the people that were. So I, um, you know, it's like, you almost have to be grateful for those people as well when those people get cast, because then you really get to see the authenticity, the authenticity, towards the rest of the guys and um so you and Casey and Romeo were three people who we didn't get to see that much on the actual show but in the men tell all we got to see you speak your mind and see how you felt and and I think that was a great thing
3: yeah I mean that that's the time to like really bring justice to some of these fools like at the at the men tell all Mm -hmm. (laughs) so so I think you know if there's a time to do it it's there uh and you know I certainly did as well and it felt damn good (laughs) good good oh it felt so good (laughs) all right people
2: support that i want to root for that too
0: we Mm -hmm. um we're gonna play a little game with you uh Mm -hmm. but what before we do what's uh tell our listeners like what's next for you where they can find you on social media
3: well i you know you can find me on twitter uh deep brain stimuli obviously that's a play off my name so deep brain (laughs) and then stimuli is spelled s-t-m-u-l-i because the twitter doesn't fit my name so deep brain stimuli on twitter pardeep in brooklyn on instagram uh and you know yeah i'm very open in dms i love responding to people i'm very social so definitely hit me up i'm down for that mm-hmm. you're so <laughs> cool.
2: cool i'm so Great. glad we had you today on the podcast so people i know can actually see that
1: yeah what a what a um i love the beginning of, of our interview <laughs> it's like interviewing you about your job that was great. yeah i love this
3: no, um, i'm, I'm okay. happy to talk science anytime, anytime.
1: <laughs> well we're going to talk some men real quick from your season <laughs> okay. uh and it's superlative i can't even say the word now superlatives men tell all edition and you're just going to tell us the first person that comes to mind okay
3: okay yeah gotcha
1: <laughs> best dress at men tell all
3: oh me <laughs> Right. I you it. did look good.
1: Yes. I
2: saw you in the Bash yes. Nation TikTok, no, and it looked good. How much balls did it
3: take to wear Nehru suit on The Bachelorette? I mean, I'm the best. <laughs> best. <laughs> yes.
2: I love so, this. This yeah. He's giving <laughs> Joe
1: energy. Joe
2: <laughs> energy right now.
3: Mm-hmm. I, I I I am the best. Dressed. Sorry. Sorry, <laughs> <guys. Don't forget. laughs>
1: Um Who owed Michelle an apology the most?
3: That's a great in question. Opinion. Uh I would say that... Um, mm-mm. I would say Martin, definitely. Mm. Uh, You know, Martin is like, there's a lot of weird stuff he said, like off camera and behind the scenes about women that really rubbed me the wrong way. Like Mm -hmm. none of it was shown, but like, I think that he was very like inauthentic for sure. You know, Mm -hmm. he's, he's somebody that you go on the first date with and it's the best date of your life, but then four or five dates in, you know, then you see the red flags. Uh, I think know.
2: we all felt that, right, Tia? Yeah, it's triggering as shit. I've yeah, not, we've you know, talked about him several times, and I don't think he still even gave a full apology.
3: Yeah, like his his sort of uh, toxic machismo attitude makes him a coded misogynist towards mm, women.
2: Yeah, and mm-hmm. oh yeah, and mm-hmm.
3: like you know, call call me an ass for saying that, but I'm very specific with what I say, right? Like I'm not just right. calling him misogynist. No,
2: oh, that was my exact.
3: Yeah, thought when so, i watched, you know there's a lot of weird stuff he said like behind the scenes and like yeah, in, in like to producers and stuff it just like so confidently like he's never been confronted with these things before yeah. and you know growing up with a single mother like in one of the poorest communities in brooklyn new york like i know like what a strong independent woman is and i don't think he knows who that is right
1: correct it's no. what right. it seems like mm-hmm. Ooh,
3: we're on the same yeah. page honey i can't <laughs> go here yep okay
1: <laughs> Uh, who do you want to see at paradise
3: the most oh like as a love interest you mean
1: well you can answer that too but we meant of the guys but yes
3: uh, <laughs> yes um, please listen, tell us. I want to see Will and Peter but I want to see them at peace on paradise that's what I want to uh, see I right, because they got sweet. energy they got energy but like if they work together oh my god like they can accomplish great things so like I want to see them like at peace like okay um,
1: that's I, I like that Okay, and you're gonna tell us love interests. Uh,
3: uh, I mean, it's hard to say because like there's a lot of great people, and <laughs> I, I don't, I honestly don't know everybody in Bachelor Nation like say that. Say
1: Natasha. Well, I will say, listen, I will say that Joe said Serena, and look at him now. Oh, mm. true, manifesting. Mm. He sure did. He he did not. He did not care. Okay, uh, go <laughs> moving on. <laughs> you can I mean, think about that one.
3: I'll think about it. <laughs> yes, think
1: about it. Think about it. Manifest. Um, person who told it like it was the most at the mental
3: I mean, we all know who that is. That's Mr. Casey. <laughs> he
1: through. did, man.
3: Through yeah. and through. Through yeah. and through. Guys, <laughs> this is the real deal.
1: <laughs> we, had him on, we had him on the podcast last week, and he was like, y'all buckle up. And we said, Oof. okay. Yep. <laughs> um. Okay, crowd favorite. Just in the studio, who got the most
3: like, woo, woo, woo. oh, like walking in the room, like walking into the house or whatever? Oh, Jamie, yeah. J- Jamie got a lot of love from from the guys for sure.
2: Wow. Really,
3: very much, yeah. But mm-hmm. he's he, he ain't like that in real life, so mm. uh, you know, he's somebody that will gladly take all the sympathy and all the applause, but like never turn around and give it back authentically. Mm. So, you know, he's he's somebody who loves he loved the love but like he ain't like that he ain't really mm-hmm. like that so he, he got a lot of love in the house yeah and
1: the cringiest hot seat
3: interview oh like for mental law mm-hmm. yeah. cringy uh that stuff with rick was weird why you gotta bring a cake with his face and then make him bite okay, it okay
2: yeah awesome. I that thought they a... were going to make him get back under the table. And I was like, don't do my man Rick like this. I thought someone I... else was going
1: to be under it. I didn't know mm-hmm. what was going to happen. I was I like, I know Michelle what is not under, under there.
3: I, I wasn't <laughs> interested in seeing what was under that thing. I just
1: wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, person you were most excited to see uh, from the guys when you got there?
3: Oh, uh, pff, man, definitely Rodney. Man, Rodney. Rodney is like – Rodney is just like st- – one of the nicest guys you ever you ever could meet like actually me and him we shared the. so you didn't say on tv but like me and him shared the same limo on night one so um, he was actually one of the first people i met uh mm-hmm. coming out of quarantine or whatever so you know him and his apple suit or whatever so <laughs> uh, great. we you know he and nate may be you know roommates or whatever but listen I was in that limo night one, so, like, that's <laughs>
2: real. You knew him first.
3: Real, that's, like, the real night one, the uh, real day one stuff right there. So, definitely, you man, Rodney is, like, I'm so proud of him. I'm so proud, like, how far he made it, how he stuck with it, how yeah. he was always true and honest and, like, just put his best foot forward. Like, this is somebody, like, got to be proud of that guy. Got to be proud of him. So, like, I'm happy for him, and, like, I I will do whatever I have to to get this guy the right, the right, like, Partner sometime in the future
1: deserves it. He deserves
3: it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we stand, Rodney. We love him. Okay, and last question: Who are you least excited to see (laughs) of the guys?
3: Honestly, like, I think let me rephrase the question: Which one who annoyed me the most?
1: Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Uh,
3: (laughs) You know, I would say they're all annoying. (laughs) They're all annoying. Like, just like. Just all the, just all the villains, like jackasses. <laughs> like I just don't get it. Mm-hmm. I just, how you gonna bring notes on a show, man? Come on.
2: So it was Ryan, is what you're saying.
3: Ryan was, it was definitely annoying. Yeah, like as soon as I saw him, like give his little speech about what he's, what kind of girl he wants, and da da In my brain, I'm like, yo, if I brought notes, my head would be on a platter right now. So I'm not letting him get away with that. I'm not letting him get away with redemption without taking a massive dump on him because <laughs> no because like if i did that i would be dead and no one yeah. would come to defend me so like i'm yeah, taking a dump true. on him so like you bring you bringing notes to this thing you doing your homework like that's so weird i don't Lying think you're to being...
2: himself so i think you're good
3: okay well he tried you know and it's like he you know what the bachelor is that's like another lie like <laughs>
1: yeah yeah
3: this stuff is so easily verifiable it's so yeah. easy Bachelor Nation fans like they will figure it out. They're like you're a real
2: researcher. That shit wasn't research. You're a real researcher.
3: you could figure it out like this, bro. Like, don't even don't Mm -hmm. do that. that.
1: So yeah, and he was. I also thought it was really funny how he was so sure of what he wrote and what someone else wrote. Oh, I didn't write that. Oh, someone else wrote that. Right. Like, like it was like, oh, okay.
3: (laughs) Again, like if he made it to top three or four, you would never hear about those notes. he would never apologize for That was a good
1: point. That was a good point
3: he would have succeeded yeah. so no yeah. screw that screw that yeah.
1: Yeah. I apologize because I got caught
3: yeah he apologized mm. because mm-hmm. he got caught that's mm-hmm. it that's the only yes. reason he's apologizing
1: uh well that we was love all. you party yes, thank
0: you so <laughs>
3: much one. this is great Good I'm literally you're, you're I'm gonna check out here. your podcast too
0: <laughs> you're in here <laughs> thank you uh thank you for coming out we appreciate your time of
1: yes, course Any, thank listen, you.
3: anytime anytime anytime
1: we look right. forward to you in paradise
3: Listen, like, as soon as I get a call, I'll let you know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Our guests are bomb. He was great. He was great. The beginning was very, this could have been a very different interview. I know. I'm
2: kind of sad that people didn't really get Hmm. to see, you know, all of that in full depth. Yeah.
1: I feel like they could have did a lot of funny stuff, like, with, like, the brain and him and Michelle and, like you know, always every time they saw each other, kind of like Rodney and the apple, how they always had like a little, yeah, theme, you
2: know? like a continuing yeah. theme. What's that called? Yeah. But a runner. Todd taught me uh, about that.
0: If you don't oh, have a connection with called? the lead. Then yeah, it's true. You gotta go. Uh, yeah. So it's just plain and simple. You don't look uh, like we all
1: know about that,
0: <laughs> but I, I like him. I think, uh, I think he's somebody that could potentially be in paradise. So we'll see. There's a lot of guys, uh, Right now, there's a lot of guys that could potentially be there. So we yeah. got yeah. two seasons. Uh, two
1: seasons, it's gonna be. Spicy. Oh
2: yeah, yeah, true. Yep. Yep. Natasha. Yep. yep. We'll yep. see
1: you down there again. Oh. Me and next to Wells, next to Wells, honey. Yes, you will. Me and Wells gonna be pull it up,
2: pull it up. Yep. Uh huh. All right. Well, thank you yeah. so much to our listeners and thank you to Pardeep for being here. We are actually casting for the upcoming seasons of The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. Head to bachelornation.com slash apply to nominate yourself or someone else.
0: And as always, make sure to subscribe and submit all your burning questions. Check us out on social and like, comment, DM us. You know where to find us and click BN on Instagram, Bachelor Nation on Twitter and Bachelor Nation on Facebook and TikTok.
1: And share your stories with us. We want to know what clickbait you're looking at this week. Subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Wondery app, or wherever you guys are listening right now. See you guys next week.